Hello and welcome to Open Room Talks, a podcast which draws on open room events experiencing connecting people to bring you quality discussions between industry experts, innovative suppliers, and high-powered end-users on pertinent issues in a variety of sectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Open Room Talks. Today, we're back in the world of dentistry with a special episode brought to you by Dental Monitoring ahead of Dental Forum USA, which is taking place September 13th and 14th in Austin, Texas. Today's discussion will be a primer of some of the topics covered at the event. It seeks to provide an overview overview of innovative 360-degree strategies that DSOs might consider implementing through business efficiency, data usage, and marketing techniques. Joining us on the show, we have Michelle Shimin, Ryan Moynihan, and John Missy. Michelle is an international lecturer, trainer, and consultant who's been in the field of orthodontics since 1990. She works as a registered dental assistant, teaching orthodontic assisting, marketing, financials, treatment coordination, and practice management. Michelle also travels the country and helps transform orthodontic offices on their systems to promote training, growth, and success through a comprehensive practice approach. Ryan joined Gage as a CEO in 2017, bringing a diversified background in finance, analytics, strategy, sales, marketing, business development, product management, and operations. He has over 21 years experience across many Fortune 100 companies in the areas of healthcare, consulting, and technology. And Ryan has a passion for growth and team building. John is DSO Director for North America at Dental Monitoring. He's an award-winning national sales leader and has a proven track record in growing market share through the development of high-performing sales teams and impactful individual achievement. So without further ado, uh, let's kick off the conversation. Ryan, I will ask you first of all, in the past, past five years, how has information technology changed the way businesses operate? Great. So first of all, um, data is actually the truth. Uh, it's more prominent, prevalent today than it ever has, and it can be found everywhere, and it's a big part of our everyday lives, whether we are aware of it or not. For a business owner who might not be comfortable working with data, it can definitely be overwhelming uh, with the sheer volume of it and exactly you know, the different elements of data to focus on. So what used to be, and in some cases, is still managed on a spreadsheet, can now be looked at automatically. So with automation, it really enables you within a business or a practice to drive accountability, makes you more efficient, and simplifies your approach. And this all rolls up into a concept that we call business intelligence, where that takes the raw data that can be time-consuming and cumbersome and synthesizes it to where it displays that data visually versus having to mine data in the spreadsheets. So business intelligence turns data into actionable insights. So you can very quickly understand where you have opportunities in your practice to make decisions based on something's going well or if something is not going well. Just to give you a framework for business intelligence, this industry um, with all the various software solutions was about $15.5 billion in 2016. It's projected to be close to $30 billion by the end of 2022. And so as we look out over the next five years, it will far exceed probably $35 billion by 2026. Um, so even to take this a step further, as we look out in the future, AI is going to be a big piece of this. And so if you think about how now we interact with our Alexa or Google devices, this is also something that will be 
prevalent in the industry as far as where you interact with that automatically going and mining your data and the AI would be able to come back and let you know where you're winning and losing automatically and bubble up those top areas of success and opportunity. Fascinating. Thank you, Ryan. And John, let's move over to you. So Austin has cemented its legacy as one of the premier tech destinations in the world. What does dental monitoring being headquartered there do for people looking to get a head start on the future of their industry? Yeah, great question. So the, the correlation between Austin being a tech destination and dental monitoring it uh, being a technology company that you know, it's certainly the leader in the AI monitoring space. It's ideal for recruiting and, and retaining talent. Um, it's a growth company with a, with a very unique technology. People who are looking at career choices are certainly attracted to the dental monitoring story. It's, it's a great story and an exciting future. And they're excited to be part of something will certainly change the dental and orthodontic landscape forever. Uh, it's a great time to be in the space uh, and the growth is, is endless. Along with this, people these days are not only looking for uh, to work for a growing tech company, but also one that has a vibrant culture and, and dental monitoring certainly has that as well. And this is evident through the entire organization from our CEO all the way down. And just another reason uh, why dental monitoring is a great place to, uh, to build a career. Awesome. Thank you, John. And Michelle, I believe this is your first time at Dental Forum, or this will be your first time at Dental Forum. Which companies or people or trends are you most looking forward to seeing and learning about at the event? Oh, excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, you know, if we look back, 2020 really jump-started uh, what the digital transition into orthodontics um, and our dental uh, industry from the early adopter phase to likely the early majority phase, really not only for our practices, but definitely for our patients and their experiences as well. And when I look to see what uh, opportunities are going to provide in an event uh, like the Dental Forum, we get to put everything on one platform, I guess, that we all can observe and be face to face. Uh, recently, I was at an event and then the enthusiasm and the collaboration, the inspiration, the speed dating process to see what we can do and provide for our businesses. Patients have seen the convenience of what technology can do for them in their lives as it really relates to their appointments and activities that take up a lot of their time and uh, which can be inconvenient to their schedules. So now as consumers are seeking out the efficiencies in many aspects of their lives, really including the convenience for their appointments um, and for their uh, dental care, they have that uh that can be converted to dental experiences and save time for them, which is a value. So really um, for practices that didn't fully adopt the digital opportunities and the virtual patient monitoring or the AI opportunities that we can now bring into our businesses, but they simply used it as a band-aid to survive during COVID closures and restrictions and then resorted back to what they've always done, they just really will not see the same growth of those practices that truly pivoted and looked at their service to their patients through really a different lens. And so this is really the perfect opportunity for dental professionals to view and experience the changes in our industry that are happening right now and experience those up close and personal with the country's leading dental professionals, DSOs, manufacturers, and suppliers 
all in one place. So really getting so many professionals in one room uh, together, providing this enthusiasm, inspiration and collaboration are invaluable for dental professionals right now as they look to take their practice to that next level, take their business uh, to that next level. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Michelle. Ryan, let's head back to you now. What are some of the major hesitations that you've heard from people when they're considering adopting certain technologies? Yeah, great question. I, I think the biggest hesitation that I see uh, over and over again is that the data can be overwhelming, especially if you're not used to working with it. Um, so sometimes many in the orthodontal profession, they've spent their educating years becoming a clinician, not necessarily learning how to run a business. A lot of the schools don't have necessarily any business management classes as part of the curriculum. Uh, so that's where, you know, ultimately we go back to the topic I talked about earlier with business intelligence. It really enables to kind of bridge that gap and provides that simplification uh, of getting the data to grab those critical insights quickly. Awesome. So, um, John, what are some of the instances you've seen take place at conventions that would not have been possible simply by reading a website? I, and Michelle touched a little bit about this, but um, I mean, last year, we, we certainly learned that we can be more efficient by leveraging technology. But I think what we also learned is that this is still a people business. Um, there is still no replacement for the, quote, knee to knee conversations when you're building a strategic partnership. With dental monitoring, for example, when we, we just revamped our website, uh, dental-monitoring.com, and it's an amazing website, and it's certainly useful to, to find out more about the dental monitoring platform. But with, with that said, a, a website can't articulate you know, how you build a strategic partnership with a DSO or the intrinsic values and benefits that uh, dental monitoring brings to their orthodontic growth strategy. Those are really deeper conversations that are ideal to have at a place you know, such as the Dental Forum. And the DSOs that are investing their time to come to the dental forum, as well as the manufacturers, um, are progressive groups and they're all looking to grow. And it just makes for a great initial introduction and, and discussion. Right. It is a good sort of filter, isn't it? The groups at Dental Forum, they are, tend Absolutely. to be the most forward looking. So, Michelle, back to you. What have previous conferences done to help your understanding of the industry? And how does Dental Forum promise to be unique? What are, you, what are you specifically looking forward to in that regard? Well, I think as we all are, it's an opportunity again to be face to face. Um, this is a time when we are all as business owners and, and looking to maximize efficiencies and profitability. And what does growth mean now in our industry and what opportunities do we have? So to be able to come to one event with that excitement and that enthusiasm and really that forward thinking and that open mindedness, we can really leverage the information from all the different manufacturers, the suppliers, the different dental professionals that are like-minded, um, like what was just talked about. Again, that amount of collaboration, inspiration, and creativity is just invaluable. And I'm looking forward to um, the passion shining through. That's really what I feel like I'm experiencing as uh, attending these events. You see those individuals and those dental professionals that are truly looking to maximize their business, take their business to the next level and, you know, really uh, align with what Ryan's talked a lot about. How can you look at data and metrics and how do you know to fully maximize your business and scale it and grow it 
and still provide the greatest patient experience. So really through gaining the insights, uh, sharing the best practices, and really, uh, you know, as our panel discussion will be in the 360 degree view of the DSO partnership, you know, um, it's a great way to build a network of new business relationships. And that's truly what I'm looking forward to in attending this event. Brilliant. Well, thanks for that, Michelle. And um, Ryan, back to you. Sort of to echo that question to Michelle, how do conferences such as Dental Forum make for better adoption of new technologies uh, and better business practice, better business practices? What makes a Dental Forum unique in this sense to you? Yeah, I mean, a lot. I agree a lot with what's been already said um, with Michelle and John. Uh, but if you look at any time you can come to a conference like this with the top DSOs in the industry, you have that ability to learn from each other. The networking, the face-to-face has been mentioned is so important. Um, and then obviously there's a, there's a good lineup of, of speakers as well to, to learn. Um, but I, what I really think st- makes this stand out is that there's dedicated time on the agenda for the attendees to meet with the, the vendors and go deeper in discussions on technology and products and services offered. That doesn't necessarily exist at traditional meetings. Um, you would have conversations during breaks or at lunch, um, but this is pre-scheduled uh, where there can be a deep focus on both ends and people aren't necessarily distracted. And so I think that is one of the elements of this conference that I think will make it really rich and enlightening um, to be able to have that dedicated time uh, to continue to learn about what is going on in the industry uh, from the vendors and the manufacturers. Absolutely. So, um John, how does being involved in the greater dental community lead to better results for dental monitoring customers in the DSO space? And to specify that question a bit more, what about Austin makes it especially suited to making those connections take place? Yeah, uh, interesting question. Um, I think one thing that is the direct benefit is when you think about a meeting like this and uh, being in part of the greater dental community is collaboration. I've kind of all touched on it a bit, but when you, when you get like-minded companies or people together at a, at a meeting such as the Dental Forum, it just provides a great setting to share those successes and certainly the challenges uh, that companies are trying to solve for for today. For Dental Monitoring Partner, it allows them to share best practices um, and really to talk about the why uh, around their decision to partner with, uh, with us and, and how it's positively impacted their orthodontic growth. You know, it has a huge impact on patient experience as well as all those other efficiency that uh, dental monitoring's AI solution brings to the table. I think in regards to Austin, uh, it's it has and continues to be a great uh, growing city for not only technology, but just a great place uh, destination or to visit um, because dental monitoring's North American headquarters is there. I, I get an opportunity to spend quite a bit of time down uh, in Austin and it's a great meeting destination. And uh, I think I hope some people take the opportunity either before or after the dental forum to spend an extra day or two and, and see what Austin has to offer. Absolutely. Yeah, I spent a few few nights on 6th Street, but let's not get into that now. <laughs> um, uh, Michelle, this is sort of an interesting high level question, but um, innovation by its nature is nearly impossible to predict. Um, so how in your consulting work, have you used events like Dental Forum to help remove some of that mystery for those unsure about where the industry is headed? You know, your clients, you recommend particular products to them, uh, but often it's hard to tell which will be valuable in the long run. How do you go about that issue? 
Great question. And really to dive in a little bit deeper to provide clarity with that question is that each business is unique. And what I have experienced is oftentimes these businesses can attend these events or in a lecture and they can hear about a product, a service, a technology or a process and then struggle to connect uh, the implementation into their business, right? And so uh, really, this is a great opportunity because attendees, as Ryan touched on, they'll experience demonstration, hands-on recommendations on implementing this type of technology and innovation into their specific business's reality, which really varies from any other business out there because they do have that uniqueness. And it's really the perfect event to maximize the opportunities, the technology, the processes to increase and really scale and grow their specific business. So as I touched on with uh, the first question as we started uh, today, it last year really uh, helped all of us to look outside of our typical box and to really uh, understand how quickly change can affect our business, good or bad. And so I feel like it created an open mindedness in uh, all of us that, again, with one of these being the first events back live, I feel this is going to be such a powerful event with everybody open and hungry for the opportunities that they can use to really uh, level up their business specifically. I think you're absolutely right. And sort of ironically, with all the bad stuff that was going on in the world, the pandemic kind of was a forcing function for people to be a bit more forward looking, adopt new technologies. And the question is whether that will last. So that will certainly be something that will be discussed at Dental Forum. Um, This question, this final question, I kind of want to open up uh, to everybody. So could you, if possible, tell us a little bit about what to expect during Dental Forum for our listeners who maybe are thinking about attending? Um, And specifically, since you're the panelists for the dental monitoring presentation around the topic of uh, 360 degree strategy for successful DSOs in 2020 and beyond, what can attendees expect from the event and that session specifically? Um, Why don't we start with you, Ryan? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, looking at the agenda, it's got a great balance of speakers and time to network, as we've talked about, and learn about the product and services at a much deeper level. Um, I'm really looking forward to learning from each of the sessions as well. Um, I know there's a great session on the use of demographics to locate a practice, a session around pricing strategies, um, even to the evolution of the DSO model, to name a few. Um, so specifically, though, in the 360 degree strategy for successful DSOs in 2022 and beyond discussion, um, I look forward to discussing my perspective on data analytics and how to leverage data all throughout your practice as we follow the patient journey from how a patient finds you to when they're actually finished with treatment and all of the steps in between. There are ways to analyze and monetize that journey at every step to know if you are running an efficient practice. So I look forward to kind of talking through, you know, how we see that from a data perspective. Awesome. And John, what about yourself? I think one of the goals of, uh, of this podcast today is just to give a little flavor what to expect at the meeting. Uh, and as I said before, when you get like-minded companies in a room together, it, it certainly creates a, a great synergy uh, that could be lead some great conversations that could lead to some great partnerships. Uh, I think the format of the meeting is ideal for those conversations. And, and one of the reasons why, you know, Denim Energy uh, is proud to be a, a major sponsor with the event I think a lot of positive for for us and for other companies and DSOs will come out of this meeting. 
In regards to the panel that uh, that we're uh, hosting, you can expect some, I think, great insights as well as some perspectives on areas that can help your organizations grow in 2022 and beyond. Uh, we built this panel with Ryan and Michelle and Dino to provide some different perspectives and how to leverage you know, things like how to leverage analytics to help make strategic decisions, uh, a critical part of of growing a business today. And, and uh, it can have a whole, whole session on, on something like that. How to leverage technology to differentiate your DSO. I mean, that's uh, DSOs are competing for talent and, and trying to grow at the same time. How do they differentiate and attract new talent? And a lot of them are doing that through technology. And how to pack the, the patient experience. And we've heard that a couple of times and it's become front and center of what we do. Um, it's certainly the, the pandemic highlighted it, the, uh, the need to have technology to still create a great patient experience, which obviously will gra- drive uh, growth and profitability. And these are just some of the topics that should make for a rich discussion and provide some key takeaways for the people that are attending to take back to their prospective organizations. Uh, I'm looking forward to helping facilitate the discussion and, and certainly seeing everyone there at the meeting and, and taking some learnings back to our organization as well. Awesome. Well, thanks, John. And Michelle, final words, what should the attendees expect? Well, I think just to really build on what uh, both John and Ryan just talked about, you know, we recognize what the last year and a half has done uh, to our thought process uh, in our industry as business owners uh, and coaches and advisors. But if we step back a moment to see what that changed within our patients' mind frame and their expectations as well, there are dramatic changes in what those expectations are uh, from our patients in regards to uh, their dental care and the opportunities they have. So when you know, I'm really looking forward to being a part of this panel, being a part of this event to really build on, you know, what Ryan and then what Dino and John are going to be able to share with as well. Because as we talk about the needs within the business, as you grow and scale your business, the systems, the processes are extremely important so that you can scale and you can provide clarity internally that delivers that high level of accountability as well. So it's really a holistic approach to growing and scaling your business, all while serving your patients, turning your patients into your walking, talking referrals, and delivering the greatest, most innovative services and processes that can really set you apart. Because as John just said, not only to keep and retain top talent, but to attract top talent in our industry, because uh, right now, uh, you know, staffing is one of a very difficult piece in, in our industry as well. So I really feel excited and passionate and enthusiastic about the very holistic approach that an event uh, like this dental forum is going to provide businesses. Well, Michelle, Ryan, John, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your time and expertise. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we very much hope that you enjoyed the episode. If you did and are interested in diving deeper at Dental Forum USA, please head over to openroomevents.com for details on how to get involved. That's openroomevents.com. Finally, many thanks to Dental Monitoring for their ongoing support of Dental Forum USA. And with that, I wish you a cracking day and we'll be back with you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Open Room Talks. We hope that you've enjoyed the episode. For inquiries, please feel free to get in touch via email on hello at openroomevents.com. For details on future episodes, please follow us on LinkedIn or visit openroomevents.com.
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. Until next time.